Hey, Rich. Love watching your content. Too bad about the YouTube fiasco. I think we need to start a bungee tube. Take care. Leaving you a message to let you know that I really appreciated the uh, crossbow appreciation month uh, this year. It's going to be my first year hunting with a crossbow. And uh, it's really a bummer about YouTube and uh, their firearm policy, which a crossbow is not a firearm. But anyway, just want to let you know that uh, even here in Quebec, uh, you got a lot of viewers. I got a lot of people that I know that I follow you, me included. So uh, thank you again. And uh, I'll see you later. Hey, Rich. Just wanted to say I appreciate everything that you put out and your content's awesome. I learned a lot. Don't let YouTube get you down. Keep doing what you're doing. You got a bunch of followers. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking with Bungie. It is Monday, September 20th. I have to go to work here after just a great weekend staying in the house, doing a whole bunch of videos and working on that kind of thing. Worked on some arrows for Genevieve's crossbow for Bungie Jr. to get that all spiffed up and ready for the upcoming Pennsylvania crossbow season. The 43 days of awesome. That still doesn't sound right to me. It always used to be the 37 days of awesome. Every once in a while you get one of those odd years where you had 38 days of awesome. And this year we actually have a Sunday in there and they've extended the season a little bit to 43 Days, 43 days of awesome. Well, more days of awesome is always better than fewer days of awesome. I suppose that's true. But we're getting ready for that just the same. I'm going to have my morning coffee here. I have a little jar of coffee here to start my day, really to start my week. The doors are all open, and we're letting in the nice, cool fall air here. This mid-September air, you might hear some traffic far off in the distance. We do get the morning traffic sounds here, but for some reason, that's really the only time of day you can hear traffic at this house. I really do like this house. Got some birds in the backyard, birds in the crossbow range. They're going to keep me company while I make this podcast happen. The podcast, let's just say that I really appreciate the podcast format. I totally control and distribute the podcast format. Talking with Bungie hosted on my website on deathbybungie.com. How much more control can you ask for? I've got not only do I have the web space, is it my web space, but it is got my name on it, right? Deathbybungie.com. And incidentally, if you haven't gone to deathbybungie.com, there are reasons to do so. There is a gear page on there where you can get access to all the different tools that we use that Genevieve and I like. Some of the stuff that we like is on there. Some of the stuff we don't like is on there. And I'm always very honest about that. I'm not sponsored by anyone. You know that. And the more I look at that, the more I think that that is a blessing, not a curse. With all of that rambling aside, the purpose of this is to talk about control. The purpose of this podcast is to talk about a few topics like that Everything from control of my message, control of my content, and what happened to me recently on the YouTubes that wasn't very pleasant, but I'm going to talk to you. I've come to terms with it. really don't have any choice. Still searching for answers, but we're going to, and we're going to talk about that further. We're going to continue to investigate, but I'm going to give you an update on that. But I'm also going to tell you what it means for the future of Death by Bungie. Let me just tell you, comments from you friends of Bungie, the support offered by you, 
greatly appreciated. Sorry that YouTube has blocked your live streams. I hope that they change their mind and allow you to keep on doing that. About that YouTube thing there, it stinks. That's all I can say. Hi, Rich. I just wanted to say you have my support and I'm going to continue to watch. How's it going, bud? Love all your videos. It's a shame that YouTube would do that to you. That is another one of those things you can find on deathbybungie.com. There is a voicemail app on the website where you can leave me a voicemail message that gets sent to me and I can use it in these podcasts. I can use it in videos and I really do appreciate feedback, whether you send me an email, whether you send me a voicemail off of there, any of those things. I really do appreciate it. If you have questions, go ahead and ask me questions on here. Yet another reason to use deathbybungie.com. To sort of set the stage for this and let you know exactly what was going on in case you missed it, Genevieve and I were in the backyard. I was in the backyard, actually. Genevieve was tending to other matters, getting stuff ready. But I was sighting in old Bungie to getting ready to go on a hunting trip to Maine to chase black bears. Setting up in the backyard, sighting in the crossbow, just as I have done time and time again. All of a sudden, I went to turn the camera around and focus it and get ready to take another shot. I'd already taken a couple of shots. And kaboom, away goes the live stream. Now, I'm going to give you here the audio from a video I did back at the time, sort of telling you what happened. Live stream was going really, really well. I was turning the camera around, getting ready to take my second or third shot, and all of a sudden, the live stream went dead. YouTube shut down my live stream. What a way to wrap up Crossbow Appreciation Month, huh? We went from having such a great month. We had the Jumping the String video with Darren Cummings. We had the first ever Crossbow Appreciation Month Speed Week, where we talked about speed and its relationship to faster crossbows and longer shots, all those great topics. I posted a video where we shot a woodchuck at 50 yards with a new Scorpid Deathstalker 420, Bungie the third. And we had the meet and greet, the third ever Death by Bungie meet and greet, where we had a great time. 21 friends of Bungie descended upon the woods of northeastern Pennsylvania to chase wild hogs. Bungie got a wild hog with a pass-through at 40 yards and joined the one-shot, one-kill club. So for me, it was really a shame to wrap up such a great crossbow appreciation month with a problem like this with YouTube. Violation of community guidelines. What does that even mean? Now, I got an email from YouTube right off the bat telling me what had happened, telling me about the violation of community guidelines, telling me to look at the minute mark of 2113 to, or something like that to see what went wrong, to see what the problem was. The problem is they removed my video and I don't have access to it. So I don't know what happened at or around 21 minutes into that video that uh, caused them to take that video down. I don't know. A couple of friends of Bungie had asked me, boy, I hope it wasn't my comments. I hope it wasn't something that I posted, something that you as a friend of Bungie posted that got that video taken down. I suspect that's not the case. Probably the algorithms, the YouTube algorithms of software that runs in the background was evaluating things I talked about, evaluating pictures and images that appeared on the screen. In other words, YouTube's robots put a stop to it. <laughs> 
The other note that I got from YouTube sort of explaining what went wrong was just a blanket statement that said, YouTube does not allow live streams showing someone holding, handling, or transporting a firearm. They referred me to their firearms policy to learn more about that. Now, at first, my initial thoughts were, come on, this is a crossbow, not a firearm. Granted, in some places, they do consider crossbows to be a firearm. If you go up to New York, just up across the border from where I live, they call it a muzzle loader. People don't understand crossbows, so it's not too surprising that YouTube would also have problems with this. After all, YouTube is probably run by people who don't have a lot of time in the field hunting. But I still had a problem with it because YouTube's policy does not define firearms at all. It doesn't define them to include crossbows, and it doesn't exclude it either. When I watched the helpful video that YouTube provided, it really didn't help an awful lot. It shows cartoon characters holding guns and pistols and all that fun stuff, but uh, nothing about crossbows. Now, I assumed that this was a robot making this decision. Like I said, it was YouTube's algorithms, YouTube's software that decided this was a violation of their policies. So I appealed it. The appeal allows a human being from YouTube to go and watch the video and find out if, in fact, it violated the community guidelines or if a mistake had been made. The human being from YouTube decided that me shooting a crossbow in the backyard violated YouTube's community guidelines. Their firearms policy. Can you believe that? Furthermore, as you know, uh, for a few years in a row, I have been firing crossbows on live streams. It's something I've been doing for quite a while. It's not something new to Death by Bungie. In fact, it's one of the things that I really, really enjoy. Now, YouTube was clear that no further penalty will be assessed against me or Death by Bungie. Death by Bungie's not going anywhere, at least not for the time being. But if too many of these strikes happen down the road, I can end up losing Death by Bungie as far as YouTube is concerned. To keep that from happening, I am not going to be participating in live streams for the foreseeable future until I get clarification from YouTube, and I'll continue to work to get that clarification, but I'm not going to be able to do any more live streams on YouTube, at least not live streams about shooting the crossbow. Now, I have come to learn since that time that the reasons why YouTube has done this, the reasons why YouTube took down my live stream. YouTube wishes to avoid, and I totally get this, the awful scenario where someone would engage in a live shooting, a public shooting, right? And injure or even kill people live on YouTube's platform. YouTube doesn't want that to happen. I get that. I do, right? Who doesn't? That's obvious. My concern here, I guess if I have any, is that even the human review thought that my shooting a crossbow in the backyard violated their policy. It doesn't make sense to me that what I was doing to a human should be taken down. I get that a robot would flag what I was doing sometimes. A robot might think, hey, just to be on the safe side, let's end, let's end this now, right? 
or let's send this to a human review right now. I get that. But any human being watching that would understand that that's not a public mass shooting or anything like that. Anyone watching that should understand that it's just a guy having fun in the backyard sighting in his crossbow. I think they should continue to evolve and amend that policy, okay? And what I mean by that is it's totally okay to me that the occasional live stream gets shut down out of an abundance of caution or frozen, whatever you want to say, whatever words you want to use, and then let a human reviewer go and check it out. That's totally okay. But if we're in a scenario where we cannot do something, even though it is not a dangerous act, and all people agree when looking at it that it's not a dangerous act, but they still take it down, that's really my only complaint. Now, I have that complaint with YouTube, right? But YouTube is a private business. This isn't a matter of free speech to me because it's not the government involved in it. The government has not said that I can't do a live stream about shooting my crossbow in the backyard. So this isn't a free speech issue to me. I know I'm a lawyer. I know that that's, that's my job and I'm probably overthinking this. But nonetheless, that's the way I start to think about these things. That's how I organize them in my head. I don't care so much about that. This is a private industry. It is their platform. They can set the rules for it. And frankly, over time, I share in people's frustration with YouTube. I really do because I, I really enjoy doing the live streams. I really enjoy shooting live. It's at first always made me a little nervous shooting live, right? Because, man, I'm shooting in front of everybody. And if you make a mistake, if you are not shooting well, like that's kind of uh, not much you can do about it when you're doing it live. You're doing it right in front of hundreds, maybe even thousands of people. But I do enjoy it. I've had a lot of great interactions on there, and I always go back and watch those live streams and and go through the comments so that I can sort of appreciate that further. With that taken away from me, I do share in your frustration. But again, it is YouTube's platform. They could take away live streams in general if they wanted to. They certainly could do that. It's their platform. So this brings me back to my previous discussion about my website, about deathbybungie.com. And if you're listening to Talking with Bungie, you might be listening on Spotify or, or I listen on Podcast Addict to my podcast, that sort of thing. We all have our different Apple iTunes, whatever it is you use. Hopefully you're able to listen to Talking with Bungie on the podcast app of your choice. And if it's not there, let me know and I will try to remedy that. I will try to make sure that it gets uploaded to that site. I am still optimistic about YouTube. YouTube has really made Death by Bungie. I have worked very hard on the YouTube videos, and that is why most everyone knows about Death by Bungie. So without YouTube, I wouldn't be anywhere, right? And I want to continue to do it because I really enjoy it. I think YouTube's a great platform. It's unfortunate that we've got this, but I've come to terms with that. Deathbybungie.com will have to start to be that platform for the live streaming. I could live stream on Facebook, but I suspect they have the same issues. And Facebook doesn't like to share one of your posts with everyone the way YouTube does. Facebook tries to decide who gets to see your posts and who does not and has their hand out, right? Facebook's looking for income. <laughs> They're looking for, well, if you want all of the people to see your post, then you have to pay us. That's how Facebook operates. And I don't like that as much as YouTube's. I don't want to spend money on this. I don't 
necessarily have to make money on YouTube, I, but I don't want to spend money on it. I, you know, hunting is expensive enough. I just got back from Maine. I mean, let me tell you what, it's a, not a cheap thing, right? Hunting is not cheap. So I'm not looking to spend more money to get those live streams out there. I'm looking for a way to incorporate those live streams in deathbybungie.com. That is what I am going to do going forward. I'm going to try and do it that way so that I can live stream those events right off of deathbybungie.com. You can go to that website either on your phone. I'm going to eventually create an app, an app that you can put on your phone. It will allow you to access deathbybungie.com. All the blogs that I've written on there about the various products will be on there. A way for us to communicate outside of Facebook Messenger will be on that app. That's something I'm looking to do. If you have ideas about building that app, if you have ideas about what you'd like to see in that app, send them to me off deathbybungie.com and I'll see what I can do. I'm trying to be optimistic about all this and I do want to end on a very optimistic note, okay? Years ago, a couple of years ago, it was 2019, I went to Maryland, just like I do every year, and was successful for the first time in a Sika deer hunt. It was my second outing for Sika deer. I'd been down there in January of that year, spent an entire week, saw zero Sika deer. Sika deer, in case you're not familiar with them, is a smaller elk, very like a miniature elk, very small deer, much smaller than whitetail. But those deer inhabit the swamps of Maryland, Delaware, and Virginia. And they are all the product of an escaped six specimens that escaped from a little ranch, a little zoo down there on an island. And ultimately have grown to a population of 15,000 or so. They harvest 4,000 a year. You can just buy a license. You don't have to get a special permit or anything like that. You just buy a hunting license. But they're a free-ranging herd of Sika deer. Look it up. They are awesome. I went down there first time, didn't see any. Second time on my third outing, I believe, second or third outing, I was successful and killed a nice little Sika stag. And I'm looking at him now. Little spike on my wall. Just an awesome deer. Got a beard and everything, just like you like to see. I am so proud of that animal. And it's a trophy to me, right? This is my trophy room, so I put my trophies in here. Some people, there's plenty of trophy rooms out there and would not display the animals that I have on display in my trophy room, but they're all important to me. I have a raccoon hanging on the wall that was the product of Genevieve and I, our earliest trapping efforts. And that is a very important raccoon to me. I've killed larger raccoons. I've trapped larger raccoons. But this one has a real meaning to me. Boy, there's a lot of tangents in these things. But my point is this. When I uploaded that video to YouTube of me shooting the Sika deer, I was quite proud of the fact that at 20 yards, I made a heart shot on that smaller, really a goat-sized animal. Heart shot. It ran 80 yards plus off to my right, I was able to go float it back to the tree stand because it was so the tide was in and it was real swampy. It's a neat video, and you can go watch that video now. But for a short period of time, watching that video was difficult. YouTube had age restricted that video, and I got notice of that. The problem with age restriction is, number one, you can't monetize the video. So that means that the video, if it, if it was watched by anyone, was not getting any income off of it. You don't get an awful lot of money off of YouTube. But when you have 400, 500, maybe even 600 videos like I do, every little bit helps. 
And that does give you added motivation, does subsidize my hunting at the end of the year. It will help me pay for and build that app that I'm talking about. It will help Death by Bungie grow. It is a part of that. So when it's age-restricted, you lose that monetization, that's a problem. Additionally, when it is age-restricted, that video is not being offered to folks to watch. It's not coming up in search results unless they're logged into their account and they verified their age as being greater than 18. Then it might be offered to someone. But basically, you have less reach for your videos. The third problem with age restriction is when I posted a link to that video somewhere, again, people can't click on that link and watch it unless they happen to be logged into their YouTube account, their Google account, which has verified that they're over the age of 18. They can't watch it. The reason it was age restricted was because it had a picture of the heart where the arrow had gone through it in the video. Okay. And it wasn't even a real gory picture. It was kind of on, it was on my old cell phone. So it wasn't even, it was desaturated. It was kind of gray, not red. If you know what I'm saying, it was like an older cell phone. It was like a Samsung galaxy S five. If I remember correctly, it was one of those that I had. And it just was a grainy nighttime picture. It wasn't anything fancy, but that was enough to demonetize that video to age restrict, at least that video. I appealed that. I appealed that back at the time and got an email from YouTube months and months later. I am talking maybe even a year later. I got a response <laughs> and they granted my appeal. They agreed. And that video now is not age-restricted. How cool is that? It took a long, long time for them to do it. But I appreciate them not just throwing it away. Oh, yeah, whatever, buddy. They could have just disregarded it. Plenty of businesses do that, don't they? But in reality, they had stockpiled my request for an appeal, stored it, kept it over a period of time, put it in the queue, whatever it is they do. Eventually, a human being got to it. And agreed that, yeah, we won't age restrict that. A hunting video, me shooting a crossbow, killing an animal with a heart shot, sharing a picture of that heart with a slot through it where my rage crossbow hypodermic 100 grain broadhead sliced through that heart, sharing that with the world on YouTube. That didn't violate their policies. There is some hope for us now, isn't there? I can be pretty optimistic given that. So what it comes down to is make sure that you are signed up on deathbybungie.com for the free email newsletter that will give you updates about meet and greets. It gives you updates about what's going on in the kingdom of Bungie. It will give you links to different products that are reviewed on deathbybungie.com from time to time, just to remind you that that information is there. It's going to have some trail camera pictures from time to time when I have trail camera pictures worthy of sharing with you. Right now, I do not. Here we are in the middle of September, and I still do not have big bucks on my cameras. What is going on? Well, if you sign up for the free email newsletter, you'll be the first to know when those big bucks show up, if they do. So check out deathbybungie.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. And until next time, all hail Bungie. 
All right, we are recording. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking with Bungie. Bungie? What, what is that? 